Good day. Welcome. This is the Travel Companion podcast. Here we talk about responsible travel, sustainable travel. Topics we will discuss include volunteering, digital nomads, wellness travel, funny, inspiring, and extraordinary travel tales. In the process, we will touch on organizations and people that are doing or trying to do the right thing. In this episode, special guest is Jacinta Hemley, um, going to the UN conference, uh, the COP meeting in Chile. Um, she is going to go by boat. So how, how are you doing? Good, yeah. yeah? Good. I had a really uh, great day yesterday at the climate strike, so feeling very positive about the great. world. <laughs> great, <laughs> that's good, that's good. I saw a lot of people were involved, so that that's uh, that's absolutely good. So, um Quick introduction uh, to yourself. Um, talking here with Jakinta, Jakinta Hamley, who is going to sail uh, from the Netherlands uh, to Chile, and that's going to be on the second of October, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great. And you're going to the COP meeting there, the 25th United Nations Conference on Climate Change uh, in Chile, uh, Santiago. And I believe you're one of 36 uh, participants uh, going there. Still correct, all of it, or? Yeah. You must be very exciting. Huh? Yeah, I really, really am so excited. I can't believe we're leaving so soon as well. So. And how long is the journey going to be? Uh, about seven weeks at sea and then about a week to get from Rio because we're sailing into Rio and then yeah. going by land to uh, get to Santiago. And that should take a few days to a week. Wow. So You're going overland what? from Rio de Janeiro uh, to yeah. Santiago. Uh, how, how are you yeah. going to do that? You're going via via Buenos Aires and take a train or? Uh... Yeah, we're going to go by bus. By um, bus, yeah? Yeah, with a big group of us. And we're actually going to Valparaiso first yeah. uh, to go to the Conference of Youth, so COI, um, which is held just before the COP. So we'll be sending that as well. Brilliant. That that is that is absolutely yeah. brilliant. And uh, obviously, you're yeah, leaving yeah. from Scheveningen, uh, which are a place where I know very well. I used to to live there. It was a very nice time of my life, I must say. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that's great. You studied in in the Hague as well, I believe. Is that is that um, yes, is that right? Yeah. Well, you studied yeah. something with with um, obviously with climate change. I take it or sustainability yeah, so I or at a liberal arts um, and science college. Yeah, and I was majoring in earth energy and sustainability, so we really covered a lot of uh, topics on like different environmental issues yeah. and energy issues. But basically, the backdrop of all of that was the climate crisis and climate disruption, and how that changes a lot of these issues that we're currently facing or have, or have faced in the past when it comes mm -hmm. to the environment, and how that a lot of that's changing. And then, in combination with that, we did. Uh, Study solutions, which was great, because <laughs> mm. otherwise this can become quite a disheartening, heavy topic pretty quickly. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I, 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 look, I, I looked yeah. at the website as well, uh, Sil the Cop, and there's a number of reasons I believe they mentioned uh, there. Um, why why you're going uh, to the COP meeting and and what you're really yeah. trying to achieve? You you want to explain? I, I see something about fair taxation of aviation, uh, for example. Is is that um, what what do you think about yeah. that? Yeah. So. Um, when it comes, yeah, to the aviation industry that has been really um, a booming industry and has benefited a lot from uh, being undertaxed, but also receiving a lot of subsidies and benefiting from public investments and things. Yeah. Um, I think that that's 
not a very fair use of the public money and um, so basically the taxes that society are paying are going into um, benefiting the aviation industry and then it's not getting taxed for fuel the same way that like the cars or the buses yeah, that absolutely. we rely on on the ground are. Uh, do, you think, um, do you think that other, other, other means of transport should be subsidized as opposed to uh, airlines? What, what, what do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, I think whenever it comes to the economics of this, the taxes and subsidies, they need to balance themselves out. Um, hmm. And I think definitely that uh, the alternatives should be become much more feasible for people to take. And hmm. whether that is done through um, the tax and subsidy scheme, definitely perhaps I'm not going to claim that I'm a policymaker and would know that no, no, sure. yeah, yeah, whether yeah, that yeah. would be the best option, but definitely I think the alternatives need to be much more yeah. feasible for people to take and that could come from subsidizing train and like the infrastructure um, building of it and stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. If, if you go from 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 here and, and you, you you fly to Amsterdam, it's actually cheaper than, than taking a, a train unless you book like six months in advance. And yeah, somehow, shocking. yeah, <laughs> somehow it's really bad, really bad. I think uh, so. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I hear that Luxembourg uh, just very recently uh, this year actually made all public transport um, free. Oh, really? Yeah. So what oh, that means, right. yeah, that's fantastic yeah. because that, that means that, you know, that, well, obviously it's not a big country. Maybe they don't take internal flights, but it seems like, yeah. you know, they will think twice before, you know, before taking their own car. Because if you go with yeah, public definitely. transports, it's, it's, it's free. So it seems to be a good thing for the environment as well, I reckon. Yeah. Hmm? Good thing for the environment, definitely. And also a good thing for the, the inhabitants themselves. If you're reduced the pollution coming out of the cars, you have a much cleaner city and a much more pleasant place to live. So that's. A great thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, obviously, you're promoting uh, sustainable ways of traveling. I see as well on on, on the website. How, how are you going to go from Northern Ireland, where you are, um, to Scheveningen, yeah. uh, where the uh, boat will be going from? Is, are you going to take uh, public transport to get there? Because I believe you're leaving yeah. this week already, hey? Or yeah, I leave on Tuesday because yeah. it's kind of funny. Um, definitely living in. Northern Ireland makes uh, sustainable travel a little more complicated because you're traveling from an island which doesn't have that many alternatives. So I take the ferry to Liverpool. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a full day of travel and make my way down to London. Yeah. We'll visit my grandpa there, which is going to be wonderful. Okay. And then uh, from London to Amsterdam, that's a very easy, very straightforward train journey. So that's great. It is, um, it is. But yeah. it does take a few more days. Which, yeah, so um, that's another week basically on top yeah. of the seven weeks that you yeah. have to go, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that, no, but that, that, I'm that, so like more than happy to do that because, mm -hmm. um, for example, I'm able to combine this with visiting my my grandpa, which will be wonderful. Um, I'm my mom's actually joining me, which is going to be great. So then we'll have more time to spend together. So yeah. maybe your grandfather all, wants to come with you. Yeah, you never know. You never you know. Never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you, can you tell me a little bit about the process? Because there's 36 um, participants uh, going um, to Chile. Uh, did you have to apply? Did you volunteer? Were you chosen? How did it uh, come about? Um, yeah, so we had to apply. We kind of, people who just caught wind of the of the project itself um, yeah. to show their interest. We attended a few uh, like meetings to hear more about it. And then we did an application process, which was a motivation letter and mm -hmm. an interview. Mm -hmm. And then they selected people based on yeah experience motivation uh, what they kind of or how they would fit within the group um i think that was 
pretty prominent part on their mind as well because, of course, we're going to be uh, seven weeks on a very confined space. Yeah, how, how big is the um, ship? Uh, great question. It's a sailboat. It's a sailboat. Oh, it's a sailboat. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying. I can't remember how many meters long it is off the yeah. top of my head. Did you have um, an own cabin or is it shared cabins or how, how does it work? Yeah. Shared. Yeah. Shared between four people. Okay. Okay. Well, that's not, um, that's not too bad. And do you have to know how to yeah, sail? Yeah. Did they ask you if you could sail or? Well, they asked, but it wasn't essential because there no. will be a crew on board as well of yeah. um, five people. And then a few of the organizers have sailing experience and then a few of the other people have quite a lot of sailing experience so there's definitely enough experienced sailors to compensate for the inexperienced sailors yeah. who will uh, learn as we go along so that's also a really exciting skill that we're going to be um very practical skill that we'll, skill that we'll be gaining so they're going to teach you a little bit on how to sail a boat yeah. or oh that that's that yeah. actually brilliant yeah that, that's very yeah. nice and how many stops are there are you going to be in touch during the trip during the journey with your family back home or how are you going to do that yeah, so both with our family and as part of our media campaign, it's quite important for us to be able to get access to the internet. So um, we'll stop in Casablanca, Tenerife, Cape Verde, Recife, and then mm -hmm. Rio. So we've got four stops before four Rio. Four stops, oh, not um, bad. Yeah. yeah, so we'll definitely try and hook up with some Wi-Fi when we get there so we can update everybody how the journey's going and things like that. Yeah, that's brilliant. And, and I believe you have a you have a blog. Are you starting a blog around this? Or um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to start a personal blog, um, mm -hmm. which I'm not going to direct all my energy into because mainly my main priority is definitely to be able to stop, and that's also why my blog hasn't yeah. yet got the mm -hmm. website up and running. Um, but yeah, preliminary, it's going to be called Wonder with Care, and it's going to be a kind of a sustainable traveler's blog, um, but also. At the, from the perspective, oh sorry, you can hear my dog in the back. <laughs> I can hear it. Uh, uh, you should take your dog with you, I think. What do you reckon? Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> heartbroken to be leaving. <laughs> I was wondering how I could smuggle her on board, uh -huh. but I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure I they have a few dogs on board. You can't have a sailing boat without a dog. Uh, that yeah, doesn't right? seem right. Yeah, of course, of course. No. Of course. So uh, once like you get to Chile, what, what are you going to do? What, what are you going to talk about? Um, um, yes, we're going to be attending the conference we're working on getting everyone accreditation at the moment that's looking pretty good yeah um and so really i think a lot of the work at the conference comes from networking with the um like the policy makers that are there and different politicians and things it's mm -hmm. really just to have your pitch ready be very like prepared to go up to them and just talk to them and say this is who we are this is what we're doing um and then trying to get more media attention when we're there as well mm -hmm. uh, of our different side events that we're planning on holding. Yeah. Um, but definitely like the logistics of all of this are still uh, to be figured out. We're going to do a lot of, um, obviously during our think tank on board, we're going to be doing a lot of work on figuring out what is our best uh, strategy for, um, for bringing our message across when we are actually at the conference. Yeah. So um, mingling, mingling with the politicians is, is, is from, from what I hear, one of the things that you're going to do. Do you have to speak as well? Do you have to have, give a speech or what, what, what do you have? Um, yeah, I think hopefully as you the up, we will um, give a speech or do some mm -hmm. sort of workshop or something. Yeah. Burns. Yeah, yeah. Sounds absolutely fantastic. And I hear you have a um, GoFundMe page as well uh, for yourself just to, to, to yeah. because you have to pay a little bit towards the journey, correct? So. 
yeah. So each of the participants are paying two and a half thousand. Okay. Um. So I deliberated for a very long time about whether I wanted to ask or to put it out there that I would really appreciate uh, financial support yeah, on this. Of course. And then I kind of um, talked to a few people about it, my mum especially, and she was saying that, mm-hmm. you know, just into a lot of people don't have the opportunity to do something so active and with so much purpose and fight for what they believe in the way that you're doing it and like are enjoy being able to support people doing that. Mm. So you may as well put it out there and if people want to... Um, help you in some way then that's great and if they don't they don't and that's yeah, also no that, that's absolutely it's fine yeah it's entirely up to, to the people so that they can if they yeah. google, if they google the gofundme pages with yakinta hamley and i'll put a link to it in the show notes then they'll be able to find that correct Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. sure. That that that's absolutely good. So uh, no, um, obviously there there's a lot of things going on at the moment with regards to um, uh, flying. Uh, I think Germany is going to double the uh, air tax uh, to tackle climate change issues. That that's obviously a good effort. Um, yeah. So actually, they they're going to do quite a bit um, uh, uh, this, this this over the next few months, from what I hear. Um, yeah. Something not being done, I believe, in in the UK. I live myself in London now, but I believe that uh, British Airways really doesn't do anything with regards uh, to um, well uh, a lot of things. But um, uh, from from what I from what I hear, carbon offsetting and everything, they don't do that. What what do you feel about? How do you feel about carbon offsetting? If I may ask, uh, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a complex one, definitely. Yeah. So I like. Yeah. There's so many aspects to it. Like I definitely agree with carbon offsetting and I think it's something that we should do. Mm-hmm. It's, but only if you really know where you're putting your money. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that's an effective scheme and that there's like a lot of lack of transparency within that kind of growing um yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, no, no. I fully, I fully agree because it's it's almost like, you know, sometimes you give money to a charity but you don't know if the money arrives yeah. where it really should arrive and uh, yeah. I, I hope there will be organizations that 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 actually make sure that a large amount of, of the funds actually goes to 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 the to the right um, uh, efforts and i know that there's a lot of lot of organizations that do a lot i believe that uh, um that, that there's a lot of uh, organizations that don't do a lot virgin i believe yeah. just put on, on together with easyjet a lot of very short routes which which are not very good for the environment from what i understand uh, because there's trains going and they're just as fast yeah. really, if you have to Definitely. go to the airports and uh, then have to fly and you have to wait for the plane as well uh, as opposed to just stepping up on the train and just being there you know uh, in an hour and a half uh, as well. well why would you fly uh, i would say yeah well, no i really don't i don't get it myself like i find taking the train so much more comfortable anyway you really mm-hmm. should get onto the train you sit there you can be more productive you can do your work and things yeah and compared to the like the stress that it takes to go through an airport and then get on the plane and i mean if you're not really a fan of being on up in the air like that anyway and mm-hmm. um yeah the train is definitely a much smoother option so for short distances especially i really i'm shocked genuinely shocked that they're introducing um new shorter routes and trying to increase that because in my eyes like the where there's an easy alternative to take the train this is where we should really be targeting some efforts to try and reduce the amount of flying that people are doing on those specific routes yeah obviously it could be 
could be cost because flying is in a lot of lot of instances just cheaper than taking a train, yeah. especially on yeah. short notice. So that they might just take advantage of that. And there's something that should be done about that, which is what you're going to call for yeah. as well when you go to Chile, which is fantastic. But there are airlines, uh, obviously, as I am Dutch, I have to mention KLM, that are actually replacing, yeah. <laughs> they're replacing some of the flights uh, with uh, high-speed trains. And uh, I believe it's from, from, from Amsterdam to Brussels they're going to do that. And uh, that, that's a good initiative, I reckon, and a lot of airlines should do that. How, how, how do you feel about that? Do you think that's, that's good? or? Yeah, I think it's definitely a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. I when I first heard of it, I was like, oh, that sounds great. And then I read a little bit more into it and I thought, okay, don't get too caught up in a very um, like effective marketing strategy at the same time whenever they're saying that, you know, that in Amsterdam they, or in people, they had to reduce the amount of flights they could take anyway. So then they're like, oh, how can ah, we I didn't know that. Uh, is that, is that. They had <laughs> to, to reduce it anyway. So they thought, let's, yeah. let's, let's make the most of it, basically. Is that what, was that what it is? Most of it a little bit, but at the same time, they are actually definitely heading in the right direction so mm -hmm. i think it's really i will give them some credit for that you know it's like they as a industry or, or as a company are recognizing that the the future of aviation is either mm -hmm. looking pretty bleak or the future of our planet is looking disastrous so they're going to have to try and change their business model a little bit and that's kind of the direction they're heading so mm -hmm. in this sense i think it's a it's a good step forward and i hope other airlines kind of take note and yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or, or just, or just, or just uh, fly more efficient uh, air, aircraft as well. I would say, which some of them yeah. are doing, and uh, which is obviously great. And I believe that some some Norwegian uh, 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 airlines as well as airports are going. Um, in the right direction, um, mm -hmm. where this mm -hmm. is concerned. Um, then, yeah. Um, there's obviously a lot of ways to fly greener. And so uh, there was an article in the Telegraph uh, the other day about that. Um, yeah. I was just wondering, obviously, you know, there's a lot of, as you say, there's different different, uh, different opinions about uh, carbon offsetting uh, because, yeah. you know, it's you, you're doing the damage anyway. But um, it, it is a good way to really do something about it. I believe that Thomas Cook, which obviously has been in use for uh, other things as well very much, uh, I think they're going going down the drain, but um, they did some uh, beach cleaning a program where quite a few people uh, participated. And um, that, that is absolutely quite quite good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there's a definitely interesting um, approaches to try and make flying greener. I think it'd be also great if they kind of continued that momentum and went more down a like tackling um the like a climate crisis through these mm -hmm. uh, voluntary actions as well because i think in general there seems to be a bit of a the issue of trash and the issue of plastic uh, pollution mm -hmm. sometimes distracts from the climate crisis because it's such a tangible thing and you can see it and you can see the effects that happen from uh yeah waste pollution mm -hmm. um so that definitely does need to change, but I, I'm always a bit careful with let not let that distract you too much from the climate crisis because it is also huge and we really need to tackle it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, but then yeah, with the offsetting scheme, I think as you were saying, there is a lot of uh, mixed opinions on it because it really is so encouraged. Or it's kind of saying that you can continue this growing economy and you can continue growing and yeah. making these 
You can, uh, as long as you pay on, for it, as long as you, well, as I think El, Elton John it. said that he was doing uh, carbon offsetting, which is, which is fine. Uh, but uh, at the same time, maybe should fly a little bit uh, less or at least uh, in a more, uh, more efficient um, uh, way. Uh, I believe you were a bit disappointed about Prince Harry as well, I read. Is that yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> I was. And this really just comes down to what I said with the, um, like, the Amsterdam, the London to Amsterdam. Yeah, he went commercial to Amsterdam, I think, in the end. So he did. He did. Yeah. Uh, he did take uh, notice of what people were saying. So that's a good thing. About again. the private jets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> not nothing. They say they say as well that you uh, should uh, fly in in daylight. Um, according to NASA, uh, seems yeah. to be better. And yeah. um, obviously the last point here, or one of the last points is take a direct flight. So don't do stopovers here, there and everywhere, even though most likely yeah. it's cheaper uh, if you do stopovers. Yeah. Uh, and also, but yeah, direct flights are better pack light. But um, yeah, if you fly, obviously, are you taking a lot of stuff with you on your on your sailing uh, boat? Any, anything? Um, no, I need to be quite compact. Do you? I think the heaviest things I'll be taking are my laptop and camera and a few lenses because right. I really want to document this uh, trip on the journey afterwards like really well um, any, so, any travel tech that you just bought and say well you know that was actually very cool or pardon? any travel any, tech like tech like technology that you just bought specifically uh, for the trip or um, let me see oh I'm not sure I really should know this because I've been like trying to pack for the last few days. And <laughs> I think my brain has just like collapsed when uh -huh. it came to like preparing everything because we have to go. Um, we're really preparing for so many different conditions between uh, the Netherlands and Morocco is basically going to be quite bad. And then the more the more south we go and crossing the equator, mm -hmm. then the conditions are going to get lovely. So you're preparing for like really cold and really hot and ah. we're only allowed to bring... It's going to be like, a mixture. You have to bring backpack. everything for all seasons, basically. So yeah. yeah, bring all the seasons in one small backpack, which I was expecting anyway. Like I wouldn't be going to um, uh, on a long travel like this mm -hmm. with multiple suitcases or anything. But it always is a little bit of a stress trying to think in your head. I need to plan for everything and yeah. all eventualities. I'm sure um, you can buy some stuff as well in places where you stop off yeah. or if it's really necessary. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's really cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, obviously, there was an article in the newspaper, it was in the uh, New Zealand Herald, where some pensioners uh, found with two million of cocaine in their cruise yeah. cabin. I mean, um, obviously, that, that's not going to happen on your boat, I'm sure. No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> they were trying to do definitely a Clint Eastwood uh, the mule, but obviously, that, that's not a good thing to do and they made quite a yeah, lot of money yeah. of it as well unbelievable yeah they really did i was really well i was very shocked at that story as well yeah <laughs> like goodness unbelievable unbelievable and um listen yeah. it, it says also on the on seal the cop uh, page it says building an international network um how, how do you yeah. see that uh, if i may ask uh, how, how do you feel yeah uh, so this i think this is really about connecting uh more and more people who are basically engaged in the topic at large but also engaged in the specific um like as in engaged on the climate crisis but also on the future of travel and how that can be in line with um tackling climate disruption trying to mitigate or minimize it yeah. uh so then through connecting with our partners uh mm -hmm. we've got a few sponsors from like for real or um 
one of the Dutch ministries and oh, okay. yeah. several others. Yeah, so they're all, you can find them all on our website. Um, okay. yeah. That's definitely one approach, but then whenever we get to the conference connecting with more mm-hmm. like-minded groups and things, um, and then also everybody who supports this, like who follows our page and follows the journey and like really appreciates what we're doing or sees what we're doing and like um, wants to support that or wants to bring that in, into their own life, mm-hmm. um, whether that be through their own lifestyle choices with flying less or if it's through pushing their own politicians to um, basically bombarding them with emails and saying, you need to do more about uh, the travel industry because yeah. we, we want to be able to travel, but we want to not to jeopardize us. Yeah. The future of our so planet. So just, just basically what you're saying is be more considerate. As least you can yeah, do. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I fully, I fully agree. And I think that you're bringing attention uh, to this with your um, uh, 36 um, participants is absolutely fantastic. Have you met any of them already? Or yeah, we had a lovely training weekend in yeah. August. There, um, we so we met quite a few of them. There's mm-hmm. been a few new people have came on board um, since then. So. There have been a few people we haven't met yet, but it was really great. Like we got, uh, everybody got on really well. And it was, of course, a little bit nerve wracking meeting all of these new people all at once and thinking, oh, wow, we're going to spend seven weeks together. Yeah. Um, but they all seem like such wonderful, wonderful, inspiring and like admirable people. So I'm Yeah, we have the same goal, obviously, as well. Which has, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we'll all be ready to build each other up and, like empower each other and encourage each other while we're on board and yeah mm-hmm. it's really great to have a like be a part of a community that um does that because i really experienced this at university which is why i'm saying it so then um i'm really excited to like explore it or like basically have that even more intensely basically on board yeah um yeah, that sounds sounds most brilliant. You had some obviously you had some publicity already. Uh, I saw the uh, article in the um, Irish News, irishnews.com. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the website for uh, um, for Seal to the Cup is sealtothecup.com. Um, I think everyone can find more information about what you're doing. Uh, when you come back um, to to Ireland, a lot of interviews planned already. Um, are you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> actually a little bit. I have a few. Um, so I was in contact with my old high school. Yeah. I went to Ligon College, and mm-hmm. they also saw the news or the article in the newspaper. So they wanted me to come in for uh, to give a few talks, but then lack of time so i'll do that when i come back but yeah. that is definitely going to be like with in a year's time and then yesterday at the climate strike i was um there and i connected with a lot of people i um made a small speech as well not really just it wasn't um of field of the cop but rather about my participation in field of the cop and why yeah. i'm joining and basically just wanted to say hi like amazed I was at the turnout there were in Belfast really mm-hmm. really touched my heart because how, how many people were there been, I think about four and a half thousand between mm. four and a half to six thousand I didn't get the exact number mm-hmm. but for Belfast standards that's quite a lot yeah, that's a, a lot that's population. a lot yeah no, no I've been to Belfast yeah, uh, yeah that, that, that is, oh you have yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 I've been to Bel- I've been to to Santiago as well it's a lovely place I'm sure you're going to enjoy that um, quite a bit yeah. as a matter of fact uh, absolutely really beautiful and uh, so you're going by bus, you say, is, is there, the particular route you're taking? Because obviously the countries are not directly connected. So are you going via? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You're going via we'll go, Argentina or you're going the other way around? Yeah, I think 
the preliminary route is like through Cordoba and Mendoza mm-hmm. and then to Valparaiso, I okay. think. Okay. I'm not on the logistics team, so I'm letting those guys sort it out. <laughs> and we'll just go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 that's yeah. great. I wish you all the best. Um, I Thank just want to say so again that you're looking for um for GoFundMe as well. If people want to, obviously, obviously. And yeah, I really, really appreciate yeah. it. Is there going to be live coverage somehow of of the journey of um? Yeah, so we are going to try and video it on um hopefully make a documentary at the end. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And it really also depends how much video content we can put up online during the journey yeah. on the type of connection of internet we have, but we will have video content of it. So whether that comes out afterwards or during, we'll have to wait and see. Right. But we do want that. Is, there, really is there going to be like a, a news uh, channel on board of the ship? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're also planning that. We have a lot of fun ideas, so I'm excited to see which um, which routes we go down in the end. Brilliant, um, absolutely brilliant. Um, well, uh, how, how are you getting back, by the way? I forgot to ask you. Um, uh, is it by yeah, the same so boat? Or? And, no, unfortunately not by the same boat. I'm going to try and uh, hitchhike sail a sailboat on my way back. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> really? That is yeah. so cool. That, so, is, that is really good. That, yeah, but this is, yeah, this is always my intention if it's going to South America, like I want to go by boat. So this has actually been a really incredible opportunity. Which yeah, that is fantastic. That. Uh, yeah, hitchhiking. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, 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 I did hit some hitchhiking in Colombia, actually, when I was there. And there was, uh, oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It was a long time ago. I was, I was, yeah. was they not, not, was not. I don't know how safe it is. By the way, um, some countries I would not hitchhike. Venezuela is not in the best state at the moment. Uh, I've been there no. a couple of years ago, uh, but um, yeah, very dangerous place actually. I think, but yeah, no, the, the rest of the country is absolutely fine. I'm sure. So yeah, um, yeah. What can I say? Yeah, no, I will. I will still be careful. <laughs> Anything that you would like to say still to the people that are listening? Um, what, 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 what? Um, um I mean. Yeah, definitely. If this has been something that floats your boat, then come and follow us. Oh, I didn't even notice my plan. Come and follow us on our social media and our website and uh, keep an eye on what we're doing. And mm-hmm. yeah, I really appreciate everybody who supports this or is involved with this in some way. Yeah. I think it's amazing to see and it fills us with so much strength to know that people are behind us. So I really love it when people... Um, even reach out to us and things and let us know that because yeah that means a lot and it's great to see that other people are in this in Same this space. fight with us yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no absolutely and uh, i hope it's going to be very successful you have a safe trip thank you and, thank you uh, that you don't get seasick as well uh, i would say yeah, uh, me too. do you do you have yeah. to take precautions for that any pills or anything like that or? i yeah uh, i have these um little wristbands they're okay. like acupuncture wristbands they hit a certain point in your wrist yeah and uh that's meant to help with motion sickness, but oh, and eating raw ginger. This is what raw, I was just raw, raw ginger. Raw ginger, yeah. If you're okay. on raw ginger when you're feeling nauseous, yeah. Um, so I'm going to have like loads of ginger with me, and I think <laughs> being on a permanent day at the beginning. <laughs> One sweet case of ginger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. um, yeah, and keep your eyes on the horizon. That is def- def- definitely, definitely, I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for um, uh, coming on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So we'll, we'll keep it at that and uh, have a lovely journey. 
Thank you. Great to talk to you. <laughs> Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.